people. Welcome to ADZ Sports Live, presented by Texas Family Fitness, Freeman Mazda Hyundai, and Worth the Poor. I am your host, Will Skywalker Steel. Boom! It's Friday. I'm excited to chill, really, this weekend. After last weekend, I have no damn voice. So I'm excited. I hope you're all excited for the weekend as well. That means it's Feel Good Friday, Fan Friday. And uh, last night, Mo and I on the primetime show, we made the Cowboys better. At least I think we made the Cowboys better. And so I want to get the morning show's viewers. I want to get y'all takes on these moves that we made last night, on the acquisitions that we made last night. Plus, there was one report that came out right after the show that got Cowboys fans real excited for two minutes. And then that was done. Poof, gone. We'll talk about that in the roundup as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's Feel Good Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Feel Good Friday. And today, we're going to treat today like, you remember in school, on a Friday, your teacher comes in, close the books. Close the books. Turn the lights out. And they roll in the TV. On that stand, I'm talking about the fat back TVs, you know, not these, not the, I don't know what they do now. Maybe it's on a, it's already on the board. They roll in the TV, you know, they, they turn on whatever, October Sky, whatever the movie is. <laughs> you might not like the movie, but you're just happy you didn't got to do no work because it's Friday. That's what we're going to do today. We're going to have, we're going to have a feel good Friday today. It's going to be fun. We're not going to stress about what the Cowboys did or didn't do. We... The people are going to be mock general managers. That's what we did yesterday with uh, Mo. We sent Short Dog down to the star. He kept Stephen Jones and them boys, in, you know, locked up in the star. And Mo and I took over as co-general managers. And we decided to make some moves to make this team better. So we'll talk about those moves. And then uh, I'll reveal the three-round mock draft for those who didn't participate yesterday. And uh, I think we came away cool, man think we came away cool y'all can let me know though y'all can let me know uh, let's get some shout outs right quick uh who mac jones failed to trail in the building toxic down toxic i keep saying toxic tom downey burner account aka toxic tom downey burner account james drugly dialing s s to b james simmons blue star uh b47 vic antoine swain tc915 c burleson matt goddix what's up cash aka los in the building Alpha Mason, Gregory, Drove the Gooner was good. Uh, we got Irvin Simmons in the building. Asmodeus, what's up? Here on Facebook, Cedric Betts. We got Joey, Peter Rizzo, uh, Nicholas P, Joey V, Todd Cook. Who else, man? We got CJ today. Dan Reyes, Michael Beatty. I'm sorry if I butchered that. I'm terrible with these names. Uh, Jason Ted and Chuck P. John Garcia, I see you. Uh, Nicholas P in the building as well. Appreciate y'all for joining us. Like I said, today, family, is just going to be a chill, feel-good Friday type of show. Uh, unfortunately, though, before we kick off the fun part of the show, we do have to recognize the legend, the great Ray Phil Wright, a.k.a. Big Cat, uh, who passed away yesterday, uh, one of the greatest Dallas Cowboys of all time, a member of the all-decade team in the 1970s, two-time Super Bowl champion, six-time All-Pro and, of course, he's in the Ring of Honor. Um, since moving down to, to Dallas, I've met a lot of, well, I don't say a lot. I've met enough. 
a good amount of former Cowboys and uh, legends. He was one I wanted to meet. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to do so. Uh, but if you are a true diehard Cowboy fan, no matter how young you are, unless you're like really young, we're talking about 15 or something, I always say you should know your history about this team, especially now, right? Especially now, because it, there's not a lot of great history over the last 20 years, but we have a, a special franchise, especially in the 70s and the 90s, and I would urge the younger fans to go back and, and read up. You don't have to watch tape and things like that. You don't want to find a whole bunch of that, but just read up on some of the greats, and uh, Big Cat was one of the greatest Cowboys of all time. So rest in peace uh, to Ray Phil Wright. All right, let's get into the roundup, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to my goosey, it's about that time. It's time! It's time! It's time! It's time! It's time! It's time! It is time for... It's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys. Let's go, baby. Friday's morning roundup. Presented by Texas Family Fitness. Strive for progress, not perfection. Fitness goals are not accomplished with one workout, y'all. But they're accomplished. But progress towards your goals with Texas Family Fitness. Excuse me. <laughs> Almost choked on my own breath. Uh, listen, if you're looking to begin your fitness journey, do me a favor and head on over to any of the 13 different locations in the DFW area or visit TexasFamilyFitness.com. So yesterday, a report surfaced. I don't know if you guys are following the the Brian Flores situation. More coaches are becoming a part of the lawsuit or what have you. But former Tennessee Titans coach Mike Malarkey came out and confirmed something that surfaced in 20, resurfaced, but a, a podcast he was on in 2020, an audio resurfaced about him and the Rooney rule. I'm going to read what happened here. Uh, this is what Malarkey says. I'm quoting Malarkey. I allowed myself at one point when I was a Tennessee in Tennessee to get caught up in something I regret. I still regret it. But the ownership there, Amy Adams Strunk, and her family came in and told me I was going to be the head coach in 2016 before they went through the Rooney rule. And so I sat there knowing I was a head coach in 16 as all the other candidates went through these fake hiring processes. Knowing a lot of coaches that were interviewing, knowing how they how much they prepared to go through those interviews, knowing that everything they could do, and they had no chance of getting that job. Actually, the general manager, John Robinson, he was in on the interview with me, and he had no idea why he was interviewing me, because I had the job already. End quote. I mean, just more, you know, damning evidence that this Rooney rule is just a bunch of Malarkey, pun intended. I don't have the answers, but they need to they need to figure this thing out. That's not the way to go about it. That's not it. If you want to know more about it, just go look up Mike Malarkey. Go listen to the audio and read up on the 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 lawsuits and the coaches that are adding their names to it. Uh, yesterday, Jelani Woods was at the Star. He posted on his Instagram account. Uh, coming into his official 30 visit. And, and per sources, according to Chill, the Mountain, 
Jordan, Jordan Davis was also at the star, but he was there on Wednesday, I believe, with Kenyon Green. So those guys are rolling through, man. They're rolling through. We talked about this a little bit yesterday and all through the week. Don't take these 30 visits for granted. Nine times out of ten, somebody's going to be a cowboy from that from those 30 visits. And if you get a chance, check out KD Drummond's uh, commandments, his draft day or draft prep commandments. And he talks about the 30 visits in that article. And it's, it's striking how accurate it is. Every year, there's somebody, or every other year at the worst, somebody the Cowboys are taking that are on a 30 visit. And for me, y'all know me. <laughs> love me some Jelani Woods. But I absolutely love to have him there. And then finally, the biggest non-story to flame the Cowboys fans yesterday for a whole, what, two hours? was a report that came out and said the Cowboys were among seven different teams that called the Texans about Cooks. Now, when we did this exercise yesterday about potential trades, one was a receiver, and we'll get to him in a second. And I started off that part saying that, you know, Brandon Cooks was another name that popped up, but don't believe any of that smoke. And then as soon as the show was over, we get a report from Jordan Schultz that the Cowboys called the Texans. I'm almost positive that was the wrong number they got and, and they said, hey, since you know, since we got you on the hook, Texans, <laughs> we got a couple of these fifth round picks for Brandon Cook's click. You know the Dallas Cowboys weren't really in the running for no damn Brandon Cooks. I don't care what anybody at the star has to say. We've seen this. We synced it. We know the due diligence. Due diligence is pick up the phone. Offer you the worst of the worst. They say no. See you later. A few hours later, Brandon Cooks receives a two-year extension for the Texans. So he's going nowhere, folks. Going nowhere. But if you allowed yourself to get hype about that, that's on you. You're not paying attention to the Cowboys. You ain't watching this show either. I'm not here to set you up for failure. You know? Shout out to those because I was on I was doing the uh, production for Vox's show the other day. It might have been yesterday or two days ago. Somebody came in and said, "What up, Sky? I'm here with my Skittles and rainbows." Shout out to you if you got your Skittles and rainbows. Salute. Keep that energy. But I have a responsibility. Be straight with y'all. And you know damn well Brandon Cooks wasn't get coming to the Dallas Cowboys. You know it. You know it. All right, man, let's get into the chat before we begin the first part of this exercise. William Brown says, Jelani Woods is a monster. I watched him up close. I have season tickets to UVA football. That dude is big and fast for his size. Big target, too. Got good hands. I'm infatuated with the guy. Yes, is he still learning to be a receiver, uh, a receiving tight end? Sure, absolutely. But the tight end position now is, is is so different, I think, than it was 10, 15, 20 years ago. It's so different because they're coming in different, right? So I think it takes a little bit more time. And I think getting Woods would be perfect next to uh, Dalton Schultz. And we'll get into that later. Danny says, football is life. Football teaches you life, learning le- life lessons. Somebody said, watch Ray Phil Wright's Hall of Fame speech. Yeah. All right, so 
That's the B says can't offer you top money, but you'll get that in endorsements with the star. Oh yeah, that's that's probably. I mean, not maybe word for word, but that's how they operate. That's how they speak. That's how they speak. They even said it in interviews before. You know, playing for the Cowboys, other things come comes with it. Yada 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 yada. It's twenty twenty two, man. You could play in Cleveland, Cleveland, and be on more commercials than anybody on the Cowboys. So you can't use that anymore. This ain't 1994, Jerry. It's 1994. All right. So y'all know how we here on this show, like I just said, we try to stay in reality, right? We try to stay in reality. We left that aside last night, and we, the people, became co-general managers of the, of the Dallas Cowboys. Essentially, I was, I was Will McClay, but with say, bars, meaning I make the pick. I make the decision. I sign this. I sign that. So this is how we did it. Mo had a guy he would sign in free agent in free agency. I had a guy I would sign in free agency. We came together on a trade prior to free agency. And we tried to stay in the realm of believability, right? We we didn't say, yo, we're gonna go get Honey Badger. We, we, we tried to stay in the realm of believability, meaning need financially, um, and just being a little bit more realistic in an unrealistic react, you know, universe. We tried. So before we get into that, I want to tell you about the ride of the week, right? Which is the 2022 Hyundai Ionic Hybrid coming in at under $27,000. Uh, the 2022 Hyundai Ionic uh, offers a terrific fuel economy, lots of standard safety features, a user-friendly infotainment system, and a low starting price with an incredible 58 miles per gallon in city, 60 highway, Apple CarPlay, two front LCD monitors, backup camera, all that good stuff. If you want to find out more about it, hit up freemanhyundai.net or visit Freeman Hyundai in Irving, Texas. All right, look at me. I'm the captain now, okay? I'm the captain now. Here's what we did. Before the draft, the draft is on the right-hand side. We'll get to that in a second. Before the draft. We, the people, decided to trade day, a day three or day three picks for wide receiver LaVisca Chanel, the guy we talked about yesterday, right? Now, y'all, listen. We stayed in reality. We didn't try to go get A.J. Brown. We didn't try to go get Brandon Cooks. We didn't try to go get uh, D.K. Metcalf. This is a believable type of trade, and it, it, it makes sense. The Cowboys are in the trade market. They tried to go get Devontae Parker, right? We had this whole conversation uh, about LaVisca yesterday, about his physicality. Opportunity now is probably going to be dwindling because they went out and signed three guys to really good money. Last year, Marvin Jones. This year, Christian Kirk and uh, Zay Jones. So that means I think the leverage that the Jaguars may have is not a lot, right? They don't got a ton of leverage. Because teams know he's on the block and teams know that they don't need him. So I think you can get LaVisca Chanel for, for a pretty good price. For a pretty damn good price. So that's that was the first move we made prior to uh, going into a free agency. We decided to get one LaVisca Chanel. All right. Move number two. Now, this one here is Moe's free agent signing. He said, I want to go get J.C. Treader. 
So I thought about it. Okay. We came up with a, 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 a number. Three years, $27 million with a two-year out. You know, the Cowboys like to keep themselves, protect themselves in case anything happens. Not that J.C. Treader needs any protecting. He's only 31 years old. A three-year deal is not going to hurt you. But in case, just in case. Listen, y'all know how I feel about one Tyler Biotish. I If they decide to keep rolling with them, cool. But if there's an upgrade like the Linderbaum situation or like a J.C. Treader, I'm all for it. And for those who may not know who J.C. Treader is, he's a damn good center. He's played 16 games in five straight years and hasn't given up more than 17 pressures since 2017. 2017. This dude is above and beyond an upgrade to 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 uh, Tyler Biotis. Above and beyond. And listen, we talk a lot about Connor Williams, but I, I completely forgot how many penalties Biotis actually had. You know, between him and, and Connor Williams, you're looking at close to 25 total penalties, man. Biotis had 11. You know, yeah, 11. Now, it's not like the great centers are just walking around the league, right, or or in the draft. So competition, I'm all for it. That's why I talked about Matt Forniak being, you know, hopefully getting a chance to compete with Biotis. Or if you get if you get a uh, Tyler Linderbaum, let's roll, right? I'm cool with that upgrade. But it's not if you're not getting a Linderbaum, I'm not taking a center with, with the next three picks. I got way more pressing needs, way more. So if it's not Biot, I'm sorry, if it's not Linderbaum and you want to go on free agency, that's your guy. JC Treader gives you a, a stability in the middle of that lineup, and he's going to help whoever you decide to take in the draft, Cowboys Nation, at left guard. So now instead of sandwiching that left guard between Tyron and Biotish, which is uh, you sandwich him in between Tyler, I'm sorry, Tyron and Biotish. You sandwich him in, in between Tyron and J.C. Treader. I feel really good about that. Really good about that. So if you notice, these moves are actually helping you be a little bit more flexible in the draft. And then finally, my mock signing was defensive tackle Calais Campbell. Y'all know I've been I've been pounding the table for Calais Campbell. This is easy to me. Uh, you get him on a one-year deal, uh, you know. And for those that are worried about Calais Campbell and his age, we talk about it a lot. He's played 14 games in eight out of the last nine years. Look at this as a Brent Urban edition on steroids. Both of them are six foot six plus. Campbell's standing at six foot eight, and they can play that inside outside, depending on the front. I, I found it very interesting that uh, Dan Quinn brought in Urban because he's. He's a different style of defensive lineman that than he's had. You know, six. I think he stands at like six seven. You know, Calais Campbell six eight. He has uh, experience playing inside in the even front or outside in the out front. Same thing with Calais Campbell. Both are really good run stoppers. And here's the here's the difference: Calais can get after the quarterback, and he's played on top defenses throughout his career. Whether it be the few times in Arizona, whether it be the the champion, the AFC Championship game, uh, Jaguars in Jacksonville, or whether it be the Ravens, that he's been on consistently good defenses there. He's a leader. He's a, he's an upstanding man. He this would just be such a quality addition. So with 
the signing of Treader, we were able to lower the cap hit, right, by pushing a couple dollars out into the second and third years, allowing the Cowboys to sign Calais Campbell to a solid one-year deal. That doesn't affect you in the future. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't hurt your cap in 2023. We know Cowboy loves his cap. It doesn't hurt you. But you get you get better, I think, with these moves. Now, again, if you're worried about Calais Campbell and his age and injuries and all that stuff, I mean, I get it because he is 34, 35 years old, so he's up there in age. Uh, but, again, he ha- he's played in a lot of games over the eight, eight of the last nine years, 14-plus games, and he doesn't get injured like that. I'll take it. I'll take it. Now, before we get into the mock draft, give me a grade on these moves heading into the draft. Give me a grade. Speaking of injuries, let's talk about OSMI, orthopedic, the Orthopedic Sports Medicine Institute, which provides arthroscopic and robotic-assisted orthopedic surgery, foot and ankle surgery, sports medicine, physical therapy, and a ton more. Their team of orthopedic specialists has front offices in Fort Worth, Decatur, Mansfield, to provide state-of-the-art orthopedic care to North Texas. When it comes to medical care, you and your loved ones deserve the best possible experience there is. Schedule your hassle-free appointment today at osmifw.com. We'll get our doc back on. We had an issue last week with the audio. I, my bad. But we'll get him back on. We'll talk more about some of the guys, maybe the Cowboys draft or sign if they dare sign another one. All right, how y'all feeling about it? How y'all feeling about it? Let's get into the chat. A plus, Joey. B plus, Gregory. A plus is Chuck. D minus. Whoa, Ronnie. Oh, that's right. Ronnie don't like Kim like Campbell at all. Uh, LaVisca's a B. A, B, B, B. Treader would be an A. Cap, Bell. Or, oh, Campbell or Sue on a one-year 40 plays a game. Hell, you don't even got to play those dudes at, speaking of Campbell, 40 plays. C plus, B, no lower than a B plus. Will did better than Steven and Jay. I mean, if, come on, man. Those moves are better than anything the Cowboys are doing, doing right now. Kidding me? D minus because Treader won't practice. Chenault's the same receiver as Lamb. Wait a minute. And Calais is 137 years old. We had to laugh about that. Wait a minute now. I don't know if that's a shot at Lamb or you're bigging up Chenault. Chenault's the same receiver as Lamb. I'd love to have two Lambs on my team. What are we doing here? Uh, I only like the Campbell part. Danny, you don't like Treader? B+. Plus. So it looks like majority of Cowboys fans would be for uh, these moves right here. I think these moves make your team. Your team is better today, right now, with these moves. Not worse. You're not worse because you added Calais Campbell. You're not worse because you added a center that's way better than the center you have. You can nitpick a, 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 a LaVisca Chenault, but you, you're giving up a fifth-round pick. I mean, <laughs> Here's your receivers to start the season before we get into the draft. Lamb, Washington, Noah Brown. Those are your top three wide receivers. You pick up a LaVisca Chenault, you add him to that room, 
You go into the draft, you have some more flexibility. I think these are fantastic moves if I do say so myself. <laughs> if I do say so myself. Ah, Ronnie, stick around. He says, Chenault's a yak guy like Lamb is what I'm saying. Why not just draft Burks? Stick around, Ronnie. That's all I'm saying, man. Stick around. All right, before we get into it, we got my guy set it off, Chris, on the horn. I got to hear how he feels about these moves. Hey, hey, be real with me, set it off, Chris. If I was a general manager and I made these moves, man, don't take it easy on me. How would you feel? Okay. First off, good morning, man. Good, good morning, to hear man. you, man. Been listening every day, man. Everybody's been amazing. Because, uh, you know, like I tell you when I hit you on Twitter. Um, the Levistics Chenault move, A++. I love that move. I love that move with all my heart because you're getting a young player, something to prove, and uh, you, get him on a, you get him on a contract, which, as we all know, uh, how Steven loves. He loves him cheap, he loves him young, and he loves him talented. The J.C. Treader move that uh, – that my problem with Treader is, and you sure, we haven't. You sure Jerry him. don't love him cheap, young? Never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, I mean, they both they both love him young. They both love him young, <laughs> cheap, and talented. You miss you. They miss. both love him young, cheap, and talented. Now, don't don't get it twisted, bro. They love that. They for all for that every day, all day. <laughs> go ahead, bro. <laughs> you know, but with Treader. The one thing that the Cowboys cannot stand, uh -huh. they can't stand when you don't practice. Okay. And we're talking about practice. Okay. The reason they always have had a problem with them going to the market, as you see, mm -hmm. and I've documented time and time again, it was never about the money. It was always personal. On some Nino Brown shit. You, you, you it was break, always personal. You're breaking up just a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, just a little, little bit. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm rolling out here in these streets. My bad, brother. Cool. So it, the thing with Amari was. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Can can you can you inform me on okay. something because I saw somebody else say this in the chat. So, yeah. so J C Treader doesn't practice. What what's he does not practice. So what's the deal with he that? He's older, man. His body's breaking down, and he's not a practice guy. You know, and so because oh. he does not practice, a lot of teams have an issue with you not practicing because that goes along with the cohesiveness of the line. And so I believe, this is just my staunch belief, if you get uh, Tyler Biotis, a top-flight left guard, just like Travis Frederick had a top-flight left guard for the majority of his career, then you, you, you hide your center for the most part. Wait, what, wait, we, what, wait, we wait. All, what we all understand, no, no, follow me. Follow me on this. I know, I know. I, see, and I understand because you could never hide Travis Frederick. Um, Travis Frederick never had a problem with power. Travis Frederick was no, always a second-level guy. Travis was a million times better than Tyler Biotis. I'm not saying he wasn't. I'm not saying he wasn't. But what I'm saying is his first couple of years, he dealt with power. He had a problem with power. This team has not been a good short yardage team for years. I'm going to say decades. They have not been a good short yardage team. I can They've get you. always been a great I, team. I can get. Go I'm going to get you that guard in the draft, though. I'm going to get you a, a power guard in the draft. But so, it, 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 so, so, right. are you, so you're, if I get a power guard, go ahead. So your ahead. your your discourse with Treader is practice, not play. Right. I mean, that's what yeah. you're telling me. I right? mean, his, yeah. His, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my, my discourse is this. The deal sounds great. The, de- the, the deal you're running is great, mm. but you're still going to have Beatrice on a cheap deal anyway. I, if, if I turned around this year, I wouldn't got a Kenyon Green or I wouldn't, wouldn't got a, a top-flight left guard, right, because I could still do that in the draft. So if, if, if uh, my man from Georgia falls to 24 and then in the second round I can get a Cole Strange, uh, uh, get the, uh, I think it's another kid from Memphis or something there, you can get a top-flight plug-and-play left guard in the second round, uh, if, yeah, Jonathan Davis. If Jonathan Davis is there in the first, and if I can go get a top-flight upgrade in the second round, I keep Beatrice for one more year. Because there's going to be another stud center come out next year. There's going to be another stud center come out in the second that I can go pick up in the second and third round. And then I'm not sitting with a guy who he doesn't practice, he does play, but he's going to be 32, 33. He's 31 years old. And I old. can still keep Beatrice. He's 31, but I can still keep Beatrice on it. He's going to be on his fourth year of his cheap deal if I have to go replace him with a rookie. I just, don't, I just believe that COVID year, out, outside of those kids who went to football camps, went to football places like Chase did, like, um, uh, like Micah did, like um, Russo did, because that's going to be the next phase that's going to happen here. You're not going to – that year, they're like a year behind. So even though Beatrice has played two years, he still has physically stronger. And I believe if you put a top flight left Let me guard just ask you one question because, because I feel like we're kind of we're, we're in two different places here. Is J.C. Treader an indefinite upgrade to Tyler Beatrice? Without a good left guard, no. But – I'm going to get you that guard regardless. J.C. Treader or Biotis, we're getting a guard in the draft. I'm just talking about Biotis and, 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 and J.C. Treader. Hell, let's pretend we don't get the damn guard. You don't think J.C. Treader is an upgrade to Tyler Biotis? That's interesting. No, not without a guard. That's interesting. Not without a guard. Not, not, without, not without that left guard. I'm telling you, a lot, a lot of that you said, oh, he got these penalties because of this, and he got his ass whooped because of this, because we still remember how Hargrove whooped his ass on Monday Night Football, right? Even though we won the game, we watched Hargrove throw him around and treat him like a rag dog. Sure. But without a good left guard, without an upgraded left guard, I don't care who you put it, put it center. Remember, bro, Stepnowski was not the biggest center of all time. Damn. Donaldson was not the biggest center of all time. But he had that. He had brother. He had Nate on one side. Brother, brother, yeah. brother. Go ahead. Biotis is Biotis doesn't lack size. Biotis is three fifteen plus. No one's worried about Biotis's right. his, his size. His we power can get. We can, about power. His power can get better. Uh, I think he works the second level yeah. pretty decent. Here's the thing. Again, if 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 there's not a, an, an upgrade to Tyler Biotis, I don't mind him. Com, you know. Coming back to camp and competing with maybe a, a mid rounder or um, a guy like Forniak, but he's your center one. I don't mind it, but if I have the opportunity to mm-hmm. upgrade, whether that be Linderbaum or or Treader, I think that's a no brainer, man. I, I just, I just, we're going to be at odds on this one. I think, I think Treader is is yeah. above and beyond better than Tyler Biotis. I'm not saying he's the worst center in the league, but I'm, what I'm telling you is that Treader has been one of the better centers in the league for the last five years. So can I, ask you, can I ask you a question, and I'll and I, and I get out the way? Sure. Do you believe that the offensive line for the Browns last year was 
head and shoulders better than the Cowboys offensive line? It's been better for like probably the last two or three years. And guess who was a part of that? Guess who was two, the ringleader? Guess who right. was the man in the middle for that? J.C. Treader. Treader was. But who, right, he was. But but we still don't. And, and like I said, I believe that they got more talent in the, in the inner offensive line of the Browns than we have outside of, the, you know, the gold jacket, Hall of Famer, you know, probably greatest, one of the greatest guards in football history, Zach Martin. Don't you worry. But that left side is the issue. Don't you worry, set it off, Chris. I'm going to go get you in the draft. I'm going to go get you this guard. You just pay. You just, just stick around for, for the next few minutes. I got you. Okay, I got you. All right, I'm going to listen. All right, brother. All right, brother. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. Let's get to my guy, Twan, Mr. Is Mr. Wright, in the building. What's up, brother? What's going on, Sky? I'm good, man. Trying to trying to fix these Cowboys. Yeah, I see that. I see that. And um, hey, tell me something. What's the difference between um, Nendabom? Is he a power player or is he more of a, a, a finesse? This is a, a smart player. Yeah, it's a Kelsey guy. Um, not, Kelsey's not going to beat you with a ton of power, but he's going to beat you with quickness, getting to the second level, uh, getting to his reach block. But Linderbaum has that uh, wrestling background. So kind of like Osa, you can't sleep on the power that he has because he can use his leverage. So I think he's unique in that, in that stance. He's, he's just undersized a little bit. Okay. So think about that. With our offensive line, where is that right now? Left guard or center will be your – the 24th pick, if Linda Bomb's at Kenyon Green, who will make the uh, the biggest impact, like, right now? Oh, if they're both there. I, if they're both there, I'm pretty sure Linda Bomb is, is higher on your on their board. But then again, maybe they don't like him. I'm hearing Brian Broaddus say he believes the Cowboys don't like him. I think on most people's boards, though, Linda Bomb is higher. Uh, but if, if, the, if, the tru- if there's truth to them not liking Linda Bomb, and they brought in Kenyon Green, then it, it might be Kenyon Green. That might be your the, the trigger they pull, which, again, if that's the case, I'm fine with it because we do need a left guard. But Linderbaum, I think, can come in and, and be and stabilize the center of that you know offensive line for the next decade. I think the only way, the only way I'd, be, I'd be good with Linderbaum, if we, I know we can find a guard in at least the second or third round to go back-to-back. But if we draft King Young Green, we need to get that center, uh, Shredder. And that's what I did in, in this in this exercise. I went and, and, and this is another reason why I got Shredder is because it it helps me if I don't take my offensive lineman in the first round, I get him maybe in the second round, right? Because no matter who you get at that left guard, if I got a veteran like J.C. Shredder and a veteran like Tyron Smith, you know, flanking these flanking this young buck. I'm he's going to be better because of that. But Biotish yeah. next to him, I don't know about that. That's a question mark. Yeah, I feel that. I think uh Linda Bar has way better footwork looking at his film and awareness of where the blocks coming where the uh, D tackles coming from. So Yeah, I think he's I think he's a better not think I know he's a better prospect than Tyler Biotish coming in. Now Biotish will be in year three and the the expectation is that he gets better. But Tretter Linderbaum are probably the only two guys at this moment I would take and be like, yeah, let's roll. Other than that, I got other needs. I got to attack. I'm sorry. Center's not one of them in the top four, three, uh, three or four rounds. Yeah, that's all I got, man. But yeah, he's doing, uh, he's doing an amazing job on the volume, man. Keep doing your thing, man. And keep God keep blessing you, brother. Thank you, fam. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate your support. All right, boy. All right. 
let's there's another call i'm gonna get to you in a second let's review these moves and then let's get into the first pick of uh the draft that we did we only did a three-round mock draft we traded for lavisca chanel sent the fifth round pick to to the jacksonville jaguars uh we signed jc treader to a three-year 27 million dollar deal seems to be a bit more controversial than i thought but i i think i think that's an upgrade there and then we brought in calais campbell to fill that one tech role that you know dallas is not really going to attack early in a draft unless uh who is it uh jordan davis is there all right so the cowboys ended up being on the board at with the 24th pick and we had options we had options we had zion was there green was there burks was there and alave was there so we decided to pick up the phone because we had green bay giving the cowboys a call they wanted to come up they needed a wide receiver there was two wide receivers on the board that the cowboys brought in for a 30 visit and we elected to go with a trade we sent them the 24th pick and our 88th pick which we probably could have sent less but we sent the 88th pick we got in return the 28th pick and a second rounder 53. so i love that trade pff loved that trade we picked up an additional second and we got eventually we had two picks uh within a four pick reach in round two okay so we moved down four spots but picked up a second round pick it seemed like most of cowboys nation was in favor of this move with those that were on the board zion green burks and alave we decided to trade down four spots and we and we picked up that extra pick so do you guys approve of that trade do we approve of this trade? Dean was not on the board, uh, Vaughn. He was not on the board. The best players on the board were Alave, Burks, Green, and Zion. It's pertaining to the Cowboys. So this is what we did. We made the trade. And Green Bay took Chris Alave. So we're like, all right, now we just need one team to kind of go off track so we can have Burks, Green, or Zion there. The, the guys that I think the Cowboys would be interested in and in our positions in need. So what happens? We get to our pick, and guess who's on the board? Zion went. The last two came down to Traylon Burks and, and uh, Kenyon Green. We, the people, decided to go with Traylon Burks. We went back and forth with this one. Uh, we we both said, "Hey, Burks Green, no matter who you take here, I think you gotta you gotta you got one." Our thought process was that the upside of Burks to be a dude was better than the upside of your guard that may be there around two or three. So we went with Burks, knowing that we had two second round picks to get our guard but there was a shocker in round two but nonetheless we went with burks mixed reactions on that one uh but i was cool with that one alave was gone andre alave was gone lance so so here so at this point right now your wide receiver is going for the first month of the season cd lamb Traylon burks lavisca chenault and james washington 
I personally love that a hell of a lot more <laughs> than the alternative that we had. Now, here's what I'm going to say as we move into this second round pick. He actually made the right decision. Because as the picks start going, receivers start getting plucked. Boom, 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 boom. You were left with Christian Watson uh, as one of the top receivers when we got down to pick 53. So all the other, the pickings of the worlds, the Dotsons of the worlds, and those guys were all gone. They were all gone. Uh, I believe we, let me just make sure before I reveal what we did next. Ah, okay. So we get to pick 53, and, and he, he, he messed, messed with the settings a little bit, so it was different guys there. We get to pick 53, and we were presented with a super value pick here. The position wasn't one of need, like immediate need, but it was one that, again, this is the draft, we're projecting out way beyond one year. So, at pick 53, the Dallas Cowboys select Edge Nick Benito out of Oklahoma. He wasn't there at on any other any of these other uh mock drafts we did on this show. But in this one, he was. And we couldn't take we couldn't turn that down. The value there was unbelievable. Uh we didn't expect him to be there. You still need a bookend edge of the future opposite of Demarcus Lawrence. It's not going to be Dante Fowler. It's not Dorrance Armstrong. And the point that Mo made yesterday, he said last year they felt like we had bookends. Randy Gregory, Demarcus Lawrence, and then you had a rotation. Now it feels like you got Demarcus Lawrence in a rotation. Benito is unique because he's not going to come in ready to be your bookend today. But he can come in and be a, a chess piece, a Leo piece, a guy that I think Dan Quinn could have a whole hell of a lot of fun with getting after that quarterback. Getting after that quarterback. And you want to make your coverage better? Get after the quarterback. So we couldn't pass up on Nick Benito, Cowboys Nation. Couldn't do it. This guy oozes too much talent. He's uh, We understand that, he, he you know, obviously all these guys have have to get better they, they haven't hit their ceilings and things like that but this guy is a pass rusher i think he was number one in pass rush win win rate in, in the entire college football world and you can stand him up you can move him around we, we, we we've seen how dan quinn has adapted and i just love this i love this this pickup because i think you get him and micah coming at you on pass rushing downs that's fun that's fun. Okay. And now you got Clayus Campbell too. I like it. So that's where we went with it. Um, how you guys feel about the Nick Benito? Let me get into the into the chat here. So Gerard uh Bulgarity. So when you have so many holes that you don't address in free agency, something's gonna get left out on the first two days of the draft, I think first two days of the draft and now that, that just keep paying attention that was one of them so here we are steven does not like the pick toxic this is what i love about cowboys Asian. my man burner account absolute great pick steven white bad pick gregory great pick 
<laughs> I love fans. Uh, definition of BPA. Yes, yes. Uh, this is why you should do Sky's free agency plan because it unlocks BPA. That that was the point of trying to do right there. Uh, Twan says Green can play so many spots very well. And that is true, and that's what I love about Kenyon. But stick around. Don't y'all think that I forgot about that position? Just stick around, all right? Okay, let's get back on the horn, and then we'll come back and look at our second second round pick. We got the great the lunatic. What's up, the lunatic? Sky, Sky Cowboys Nation. Buenos dias. Hope everybody's having a great Friday. Excellent Friday. This this exercise is fun, man. Like I said, this is roll out the TV screen on a Friday at school uh, type of show today, man. We're gonna have fun with it. We're we're we're, we're leaving reality, and we the people are the general managers. Yes, leaving. Re- Can I have a quick question? Leaving reality because we still got to le- uh, deal with Stephen Jones in this one. Quick question on the, the signing of the center, which I agree. You upgrade in free agency or try to find somebody competitive so that you can have, as Stephen Jones said, what did he say? True draft or honest draft where you can just say there is no need. We just take, you know, within a certain realm, the best player available there at certain rounds. How much did you sign them for? Uh, three year, you know, tw- give me a- Three year, $27 million deal which comes out to about, you know, less than $10 million a year, right? And with a two-year out. So the reason why you do yeah. the three years is because you can push the year one money out into year two and year three, which gives you that flexibility to then go and sign uh, Calais Campbell to a one-year deal. That's probably going to be north of five, six, seven million million. So you're probably looking at one year, $7 million for him. But it's a one-year deal. Yes, and I had, I had no issue with Campbell because I knew he was going to be – we all know there's a figure – that Stephen Jones has. It's six, six and a half million for free agency. If it's a little higher, chances are he's not going to do it. But I, C- Campbell, I had no issue with. I know he's probably waiting him out. We can sign him for that below that figure. That center, though, that's the one where hopefully Stephen says, you know what? I can do that fuzzy math on his contract where I can get to a comfortable figure and sign him. That way I don't need a center. If Linderbaum is there, we, we take him and, you know, he's our future. If now we go guard, just like you did, you look at what falls to you. And, yes, I like, I like your trade back, get more picks, you know, draft for the future. But, unfortunately, Steven is going like, nah, I don't, I don't need to sign, buddy. We'll fill it in the draft. And as the previous uh, texter or somebody in the chat said, hey, when you have that many holes, something is not going to be addressed. So I like your GM, but I'm just hopeful that – Steven says what he does because we, as, as we, a lot of Cowboys Nation has said, he forgets two out of three phases, which are improve your, your, your roster by trade or free agency. He only goes by draft. But I like your pick so far. That second-round pick on edge, I can live with a wide receiver because we already, we already upgraded our center by signing him. We can have a competition. Hope if Biotish doesn't work out, we've got a proven veteran. Our guard, as most channels have said, and even Professor O said, this draft is deep in interior offensive line where you can get him in the second, maybe even the third round. So I like the picks. Trade down. I can live with the wide receiver in the first round. Cowboys Nation may be pissed. But as long as the need is addressed in free agency, we can go, hey, Let's see what else is available. I'm liking the pick so far, Sky. 
Again, that's what you do. Fix, fix holes in free agency, and then let's see how the draft plays out. Yeah. And look at the look at your draft board because if there's one thing about the Cowboys scouting department, it is one of the tops in the leagues. Unfortunately, the past coaches they overrule them sometimes. That's how we get Taco. That's how we get I don't know Jalen Smith sometimes and saying, "Hey, I know, that's a great story. Let's sign him." Yeah, the, the, my whole my whole thing about free agency for me personally is to get better via free agency. That I think that should be the goal. But their goal is to plug these little holes so you're you have flexibility in the draft. And so I try to do a little bit of both. And I think we did that. And, and, and as, you, as you'll see how, how this draft unfolds, because of what we did in free agency, you were able to make some of these moves um, in the draft. Hey, I will hang up now. I am liking you as the GM. Stephen, <laughs> Jerry, listen to Sky's show. Hell, I'll, I'm going to add him on Twitter. I'm going to send him on email say, listen, this is how you improve your oh. roster. This is mm -hmm. how. You go ahead and in this wide-open NFC say, let's not just win the division. Let's be a contender for the NFC championship game. Thank you, Sky, for all the work you do. I'll go ahead and hang up and listen. Cowboys Nation, have a great one. Appreciate Hopefully you. Hopefully he does these moves. Hopefully he pays attention to Sky and other YouTube. <laughs> we love this team. We go and do what, hey, if I were GM, what would I do? It's within the realm of possibility. Listen yeah. to people around you and try to improve that way. Thank you, Sky. Cowboys Nation, have a great one. Give me Puro one. pinche cowboy. There we go, my guy. Appreciate you, the lunatic. Yeah, I, uh, I try to stay in the realm of possibility. Not anything crazy. I didn't try to go get any, any you know, Bobby Wagners and those guys, even though I'd love them. No, I didn't try to do that. Hey, uh, Stephen White, can I, can I borrow the, the clown nose from you? Can I borrow that? Talking about giving me a clown nose. You crazy, dog. All right, so this is what we did. We get to the second round. We get to our second round pick. And guess who came calling again? The Green Bay Packers. Now, I don't know who was on the board at this point, so I, I didn't write any of that down. But what I do know is we were comfortable moving down a few more picks. So that's what we did. We traded with the Green Bay Packers again. They wanted to come up and get their guy, and I think it was an offensive lineman. Can't quite remember. So we traded 59 and 92. I'm sorry. We traded 56 and 129. We received 59 and 92. So again, Green Bay wanted a guy they wanted real bad to come up three spots. We said, no, 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 give me that third rounder then. We need that third rounder. We'll give you a fourth in return, but we need that third. And it was accepted by the Green Bay Packers. Now, we only had like a 40-something percent chance of it being accepted. They went ahead and went with it. So we traded down once again and picked up an extra third-round pick. With that pick, bear with me. <laughs> with that pick, your Dallas Cowboys select Offensive tackle, Jamari Sellier, which will slide him in to guard. So, for those that have been saying we need to get the guard, we were able to not only get the wide receiver, one of the top ones, 
not only get a dynamic edge, we were still able to get one of our top five guards in the second round because of the trade that we made. Now, remember, I'm we're pairing this with J.C. Treader. Green was on the board. We passed on him because we believed in our heart of hearts we could get our guard in the second round with one of those picks. And putting him between Tyron and Treader will help that second, second round guard or third round guard had it been the third round guard. Instead, we were able to get Georgia native power player Jamari Saylor. How you like it? How you like it? I, Yancey Hooks, I can't remember if Quay Walker was available. I'd be honest with you. Uh, I want to say maybe maybe in, he went after this pick. He might have been. He might have been. So, with that pick and, and with me knowing that I am super wanting to get a, a linebacker guy. It was kind of a... Uh, it wasn't a mixed reaction. I love the pick. It just was... All right, we're getting to that point now where... Either you took your linebacker here or you was going to have to take your linebacker, trade up for your linebacker again. Now, I don't think we did any more trades. We tried to, again, try to stay as realistic as possible. We didn't want to do any outrageous trades. We didn't want to force trades. We tried to keep it as real as we could, but also have some fun with the thing, right? So we went with, uh, oh, we did do another trade. I'm sorry. We did do another trade. But we traded down... Uh, not by, by not by much. I'll, I'll come to it. I'll show you. Here's here's what we did next. Um, the the Cincinnati Bengals came calling. Remember, we don't have any more fourth round picks. If I look in here, okay, we had one fourth round, two fourth round picks. We gave it to Green Bay, but in this trade down, we traded down three more spots. And we received a fourth round pick. So we won't see what our fourth round pick was. But now we have two fourth round picks um, due to this trade. So we traded back three spots, picked up 95 and 136. And they got 92 and 193. So here are our first three picks in the draft. Traylon Burst, Nick Benito, and Jamari Seller. I feel like I say it wrong all the time. Sellier. The only, the only position that I feel like, damn. Is linebacker. But again, when you don't address these needs via free agency, you're likely going to come away in the first two or three picks of the draft missing out on one of those positions of need. And I do think linebacker is a position of need. I do. By the way, in the second round, Chad Muma was gone. Um, but we did have... At, at 53, obviously, I think Quay was still there. Tendall, who I don't think is the pick there. Um, but a couple, at 53, a couple of those linebackers that we like, those top five, six linebackers were, were starting to come off the board there. I think Brandon Smith might have been there, but I wouldn't have took him over Benito. So that's where we're at right now. Burks, Benito, Jamari. Let's get Los before we get to our final pick, because we still have one more pick left in the third round. What's up, Los? Yo, what up, Sky? Um, hope you're having a good Friday, man. I know you're ready for the weekend. You know, have be. I know you're ready for that next sponsorship, Worth the Poor. You know what I'm saying? I know you're ready for that. Get you a little whiskey. But um, but yeah, one trading a first round pick and an extra ammunition, and willing to sell for three extra premium pl- picks for 
or plug in and play type of players like you're listing now yeah can be a risk but high reward especially with strictly only having Will McClay in the building because Will McClay can find some magic especially in those rounds and if you give him Nick Benito Will Clay yeah exactly man you, you're strictly having these type of players where you can give them some peanut butter and jelly and, let, you know, put them in some uh, camp and, you know, let them improve. And I'm pretty sure they will get make a roster on the spot. And that's that's basically all I have to say. So what I'm saying is basically, um, for, is it worth the risk? I think so. But other opinions of fans might not other things. Is so. is but what? I, can you be specific? Is what worth the risk? Uh, trading the twenty fourth and some extra picks. Oh, for oh, three, I mean, four, yeah. yeah. If I'm if I'm if I'm trading down four four picks, yeah. I mean, I'm cool with that. But if you're talking about trading, there was a couple uh, teams trying to come up there. I think it was like Denver or somebody that didn't pick until like the sixties, and, and and that's just a no, right? You're not doing yeah. that. But if I'm trading and I, and I can stay in the twenties. For sure, it's worth it. You pick up an extra second round pick. Exactly, and that's it. And that's all I have to say. And thank you, Scott, for taking my call. Keep on being a legend for this community. You watched Law, Mark Holmes, and everything. Uh, you know, two years ago, and I don't know how long ago I started watching you guys. And to see y'all where you are today is truly inspi- inspiring to all of us, man. Keep on grinding, man. And let me leave you with this for the Latin community. Estamos aquí en la mañana con la leyenda. Will Steel is Jedi Skywalker. Hablando Cowboys con ustedes, la gente. Make sure you like and subscribe. Peace out. My guy, appreciate you, Los. Have a good weekend, man. Come on. I get this fixed here. All right, let's get back into our mock GM moves here. Traylon Burks, Nick Benito, Jamari Saylor. Again, you're, you're at the mercy. <laughs> you're at the mercy of these, these draft simulators, right? Do I believe Nick Benito will be there? Probably not. But he was. Well, I'm going to pass on it just because it ain't believable now. Uh, in regards to the trades, we didn't try to do anything too crazy. But, we, you know, we traded. There's three trades here. I had a little fun. Got to have a little fun with it. Um, and now this pick give you my rational reason for this pick Cowboys Nation you would think third round 95 here let's find your linebacker I didn't like I didn't I didn't like what I saw on the board I didn't I did not like what I saw on the board at the linebacker position so you got two fourth rounders and again, this is PFF, so you know certain players may or may not even be there. And this one right here, we'll see what happens. This one, I got a feeling a lot of people are not going to like, which I know me. We decided to pass on linebacker, and we got okay. We got okay. Let me get this person out of here. Blocka blocka. We decided to pass on linebacker because we didn't like the players at that spot at ninety-five. So we started to go back onto our 30 visit list and we had to see who is left on the 30 visit list. We wanted to go look for the cat from uh, Oklahoma state. The other Devin wasn't there. So we started to look at tight ends. 
And boy, was their tight ends there. I think Likely was there. Ruckert was there. Um, Jelani was there. So about four or five tight ends were there. So, with pick 95. Your Dallas Cowboys went with tight end. Come on, reveal. Gotta get this fixed. All right. (laughs) One more time. Jelani Woods. This will probably get the reaction that Nashawn Wright got. Remember when Nashawn Wright got taken in? It might have been around his pick. What the hell? We took Nation. Why we just took a cornerback? Why are you taking? Why are you taking a tight end? Why? I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I wanted Jelani Woods, and, and before we took the pick, we were like, PFF is not gonna like this because they have Woods at like one fifty. <laughs> so PFF is gonna give you an F if you take Jelani Woods anywhere before the one hundred and twentieth for thirtieth pick. They're gonna give you an F. So we wasn't worried about what they gave us. We tried to make it about the Cowboys. I agree, Jesse. I think he's he's entirely too low on PFF. So, we took Jelani because we addressed edge, we addressed wide receiver, and we we addressed guard. Those positions were positions we came into this draft, at least myself, and said, hey, man, we've got to get those spots in the top three of the four picks we get. We just so happened to have four picks in the top three rounds. And I talked about this earlier in the show. I think Jelani can come in here, be your tight end too, and have a Martellus Bennett type of impact. He's a he was a blocking tight end for three years, and then he developed into a pass catcher. Um, he he worked with uh, Lunda Wells, who was a Cowboys tight end coach, uh, in in the off season and at his pro day. He's got he oozes super potential. He showed that potential at Virginia, and I think his ceiling will only continue to grow, and he'll, he'll continue to get better as a pass catcher. Here's the beauty. You don't have to pressure him to be that guy in year one. And if we're talking about the Cowboys getting back to 12 personnel, I think Jelani Woods helps you do that because he is, he can block, but he's also a weapon as a pass catcher. That can develop into your guy if you don't believe in a Dalton Schultz. So that was our mock general manager moves. Let's recap them. Cowboys traded a fifth, one of those three fifths, and you got LaVisca Chanel. They signed J.C. Treader to be their center, and then they drafted Calais Campbell to come in and be your one tech. So you filled some holes. Treader might be a bit of a luxury to some, to some, but uh, a need to another. But Chanel plugs a hole, Calais Campbell plugs a hole, and that way you can go into the draft and be flexible. You get to the draft. You get on the board, you trade down. Traylon Burks, Green are there. You take Burks. Benito just becomes an obvious, uh, just a super value pick. But you're still able to get that guard with your second second round pick. And then 40-ish picks later almost, you get Jelani Woods. Grade me. I ain't scared of you, mother. Grade me. Well, grade us. It was, it was, it was me and Mo. How we feeling about, remind you, got two fourth round picks. Still, right? You have you have the free agency after the draft. 
So in the fourth, you can there's the defensive tackle. We like to get guys on day three. Get your tackle in day three. Um, if you want to go tackle. And linebacker, obviously, would be a position they can get. So great. And we're not grading just the draft. We're we're, we're grading the mock general manager move. So so that free agency pickup slash trades plus what happened in the draft. Chris, Chris don't like he said a draft, but unrealistic. Again, we're at the mercy of the draft, bro. Like we we tr- we even messed with the settings to try to be more real. We put up positional value to try to make it, you know what I'm saying? We tried to keep it as real as possible, but also have fun with this thing. So again, that's all these mock drafts are. I'm not even a mock draft fan, which is why I didn't do one until April, only because it was the month of the draft and we're going to do mock draft Mondays until we get to the draft. But this is why, because most of them are wildly unrealistic. But we tried to stay in the realm of realism as best as possible. So great. Look, look, TC don't give a damn what happened there. He said, you took Burks, A. Danny likes trading back, but even trading back, uh, taking green. So you would have took green instead of Burks there. I don't like the Woods pick. He doesn't believe he's a top 100 player. I think Woods is going, I think all these tight ends, if we're keeping it being, is going to be a, uh, what's your flavor of choice, right? Some people like chocolate. Some people like strawberry vanilla whatever right i don't think there is a a far and away tight end in this draft like like the kyle pitts last year so um and i think he has traits you know listen kelsey was drafted in what the third or fourth round kittle was drafted in the third or fourth round or what have you so you can get one of these boys get one b b plus i like that we need a backer i like it but we need a backer and i don't think we would use burks the right way well creative genius that 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 there and lies another set of issues but when i was doing the show with Vach yesterday we brought up he brought up this point to my guy vaughn vaughn said daywalker he doesn't like kellen moore he thinks kellen moore is going to waste a guard he's going to waste a wide receiver whatever and the rebut was sure you cannot like him but i don't want to turn away these good players just because the coordinator who may or may not be here in a year or two, right? You're drafting this this guy to be here for four to five years. Kellen Moore, the odds of him being here for that long are slim to none. So you got to take that guy. Uh, a says, Chris, C draft, B plus on the move. So what does that equal out to, Matt? B minus? C plus? B plus says, Cody Show. A minus says, says uh, Chris. Now, set it off, Chris. I told you to stick around. We cool with the we cool with the guard. We got we got you that guard. I told you I was gonna get you that guard. MD Andrew says, bro, you don't like Woods there? He isn't even gonna be there. He's the most athletic tight end in testing history. MD Andrews, I you must be talking to too toxic. I think Woods is fantastic. He's my favorite tight end in this draft. Um somebody's gonna get a guy. It might not be day one. Because tight ends take a little bit. We saw it with Dalton Schultz, but the beauty of getting a guy like Woods is he don't got to be day one. Ronnie says, C-plus draft is fine except the Burks pick, but the signing of a 30-plus-year-old free agents rarely works out. Maybe here in Dallas. Around the league, you get guy, you get veteran guys at Paul. I mean, Campbell. <laughs> Campbell's been 30-plus for six years. You know, he, he, he went to Jacksonville and helped with the change of that defense. So all pro. 
went to Baltimore and helped that defense grow as well. Pro bowler. Let's not act like 30-plus-year-olds can't have impacts, right? You just got to get the right ones. Now, Dallas, they want to try to get Gerald McCoy, and then, boom, he— and here's the problem, what I like, what I don't like about Gerald McCoy. It wasn't the Gerald McCoy signing. It was the fact that after he got hurt, it came out that Dallas put in a clause for that specific injury because they knew he had a quad issue. Well, if that's the case, why the hell are you signing him? If you knew it was going to blow at any, any given moment, forget bringing him in. Go get a player that you know is healthy. Yeah, that's the problem, MD Andrews, with pet cats told myself don't get don't don't get attached and i did jordan davis jelani i like chad muma but i'm not i'm not attached to them to a point where if, if we don't get them i'm upset i told y'all i'm done with that the last time that happened to me was tj watt no more i just live with what happens because i do trust um i do trust will mcclay c plus b b plus if i had to grade all of this i'd give it a b and that's that's good. You give me a B in moves plus the draft. I feel like you've improved as a team. And they could have improved a lot more than this, but again, we try to stay in, in we try to be as real as possible, but also have a little fun with it. Got big homie Mel Hayes in the building. What's up, Mel? What's going on, big dog? Hey man, uh put me up on on Treader. I love that trade. Um, is he is he a free agent or or did you trade for him? He was a, he's a free agent. Yeah. Okay, yep. so why why is he still available? Is well, it just is it is it age? Is it like what what reason is it he's still available right now? I would imagine he's one of those veterans that are just chilling and waiting for his right moment. It's, we we seen Honey Badger was available is available. Uh, Calais yep. is available. Um, yeah, uh, Wagner is available, and I mean this happens every year, right? We see some of these veterans that just sit back and they chilling. They'll they'll go to the best place for them. Uh, so I, I would imagine. I mean, some people the conspiracy is that no team wants him because he's the uh, head of the players' union, but he was the head of the players' union mm. for like the last two or three years. So that's not new. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I love the moves you made, man. I, I think the main thing with this team, the both lines really have to be addressed, um, the offensive line and the defensive line. Both need to be addressed either in free agency or uh, through the draft. You were able to do that. I don't. Did you grab a defensive lineman? Did you grab a D-lineman or are we, st- we, we still going? We, draft, we, gra- we drafted Nick Benito, edge rusher. Okay, yep, yep. Yeah, we got it. We, you know, those those two positions right now, I really feel, are uh, uh, things things that we need to address. Um, uh, Jerry hinted at, you know, basically, what do you say, barring Michael Parsons or C.D. Lamb being there, we're going O line. Um, but uh, I think he's know, gonna, we'll see what happens. I think he's going to look at Traylon Burks as, as as a guy. I really do. Just knowing Jerry Jones, okay. I think if you if you get Green and Burks there, he's going to be enamored with Burks, one hundred percent. Okay, um, but yeah, man, love love the moves you made, uh, love the positions you addressed. I'm not really, you know, mock draft guy, but you know, I did love Madden when we used to play franchise mode. Oh, I That's love franchise mock, mock mode, draft. bro. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of <laughs> remind me of uh, 
the mock drafts remind me of Madden franchise mode, where yeah. you know you get to you get to go through the draft and trade up and do all types of stuff that was just so unrealistic. So I love the mock, the mock drafts are always fun. Um, love you know love uh, seeing what you guys are all doing with them. Man, congratulations to you and Botch on Thanks, y'all uh, y'all new show. Everything y'all doing over there, I was able to check it out. Um, so man, that's that's hella dope, man. Y'all just keep pushing, bro. Keep going. Um, I think it's, it really is like what something you know Botch said a lot. He say, hey, we're gonna make them come come to us. Yep. You know, and you you have already done that. You you and uh, Jesse got y'all thing going. Um, with the live game, with the, uh, you know, during the, uh, during the games, Voss doing his thing. And, uh, I just think it's only a matter of time, man, before, you know, what you guys are doing overtakes what the, the four letter networks and the, the bigger networks are, are, are talking about right now. People still go to them, you know, some people still go to them for where they get their information, but. You know, the real ones, we know where to go. And I think it's only a matter of time before everybody else do too, man. Thank you, fam. I appreciate that, man. Heavy words, but I think true words. I do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You got it, brother. Y'all have a good show. All right, fam. Peace. Yeah, man, I I am fortunate to be a part of that going over there on the Vosh Lombardi show and producing it. Uh, But, but yeah, I truly believe that, and and not just us here on, on, on two, but other independent people, you know, JC is becoming independent. I know Dane is not independent, but Dane Brugger, you know, he he started off that way. <laughs> they came to Dane, right? Speaking of which, I saw uh, what's Danny talking about the beast. The beast has been put out, uh, was put out yesterday. Whether you agree with Dane Brugler or not, he puts in the freaking work. I mean, we're talking about over 1,600 players. 1,600 players. That's ridiculous, if I'm not mistaken, right? 1,600? Get that right? I think it is. It's a lot of damn players. He he grades. Maybe that's a ridiculous high number. But if I'm, I've read that somewhere, he looks at just about every single last player eligible, not just to be drafted, but to be signed. It's it's wild. It's wild. By the way, when I said veterans being available, I don't I don't mean they are currently available. Like Bobby Wagner, obviously, he got picked up by the Rams, but he didn't get picked up the first two weeks of free agency. It took a bit, you know, so veterans stick around. Um, and again, there's the conspiracy about about him. When I say him, Shredder uh, being a part of the players union and then the practice thing. I'd have to read up more on that. I don't quite understand that. You know, I didn't know he doesn't practice at all. But he plays in all the games for the last five years. It has to be tough to be a center who has to deal with protections and callings and, and, and part of a line that we know movement and as one right one is better than five you can't if you're listening to me you like what the hell are you talking about one is better than five and put my fist up when i say one so he has to practice some so i don't know that's a good question though mel i have no idea it's it's still early for him he got cut what last week or so week and a half ago and we'll see We'll see what happens. He'll definitely play unless he retires, but he'll, he'll, he'll definitely play with somebody. Stephen White said Lloyd fell to him. See? You see what I'm saying? That's the mock draft for you. You you are you are at mercy to that 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 simulator. At the mercy. 
Uh, Danny said, I do the same. Just heads guy. Watch college spring games and see next year's talent. The guru, Danny Savage. Hey, make, make a beast, Danny. Then maybe people will. I don't know that you were a guru. I don't know who you. Listen, I appreciate you being here, but I don't know what your resume is as a scout. Make a beast. Let us know, and we'll take a look at it. You know, boss drops his thing. I, I take a look at that. Dane, Dane drops his thing. I take a look at that. Vosh drops his tape. I look at that. Law drops his tape. Hey, man, if this is what you do and you love to do it, put some work out there. Let's check it out. Chris says, you should do a different mock instead of PFF. Trust me. That's what I'm thinking about doing on Monday with you guys. Um, PFF has the same players available each time. They didn't, though. In this mock, they didn't. We did We did a mock the last two weeks. Did I didn't change any settings. And, like, the same players were kind of there. I thought that was kind of whack. But we changed the settings in this one, and it was more fun for me because those weren't the same players available as it was for us. So maybe I'll look into other ones. We'll see. Maybe I'll fix the settings a little bit differently, and we'll have some fun with it on mock draft Monday. All right. With that said, it is Feel Good Friday, y'all. Feel Good Friday on the way out of here. Presented by Worth the Poor. One thing we can all agree on is that Stephen White can be... I mean, the Cowboys can be stressful. (laughs) So to take the edge off for game days, stop by Worth the Poor Spirits and Wine in the colony of Texas. Worth the Poor is a family-owned and operated luxury liquor store with affordable prices with a wide variety of spirit, wine, and beer samples available, making your drink a choice decision easier. For that game day party that doesn't end, or the draft party that doesn't end, they even offer liquor deliveries in all of North Texas. Now do me a favor. You can either head on over to worththepoor.com, but much easier to download the app on Google or App Store or the Apple App Store. And then in the discount code area, type in A to Z Sports Dallas and get your discount 5% off on any order, $20 or more. It's the weekend. Celebrate life. Right? Celebrate life. In fact, what y'all celebrating for Feel Good Friday? Every every Friday, we talk about what do you feel good about going into the weekend. I don't feel good about these bots that keep jumping up in here. Block. Get out of here. Feel good Friday, y'all. It's feeling good about going into the weekend. I, I mean, I know we're a month away from it, but I, I just kind of peeped yesterday that Doctor Strange new movie's coming out next month. I got pretty excited about that, not going to lie to you. Not going to lie to you. It's not really, it doesn't really have to pertain to this weekend, but hey, you know. Hey, I get to catch up on Moon Knight. I started yesterday, the second episode. I said, ah, stop. I ain't going to be able to finish it. I'll do it this week. I'll do it this week. Yeah, man, these these, these bots are tripping. I usually don't get bots that come up in here too often, but we had two of them today and I had to drop it. Joey says, I can't wait for Avatar 2 to come out. Man, how long has it been? It's been it's been probably like over 20 years, right? Or roughly-ish since the last Avatar movie. TC915, this is what I'm going to do because I only have a couple mods. And, and um, one's taking a break from the whole YouTube in, in general, which Stevie Mac the mod guy. 
And then our guy, Professor Oldemar guy, he's on vacation. So I got to give y'all, I got to add a couple more. And a lot of y'all deserve it. So y'all in here every dang on day, y'all participate. I appreciate y'all. So I'm going to probably give out a couple more to help with this whole thing. Um, maybe this weekend I'll do it. I'll have time. So I'll go in here and try to figure this thing out. That way you can help keep the, we don't get trolls, but we get these bots, right? We get these bots. Tom Downey burner account got opening day tickets at Camden Yards. Third baseline. Going to watch the Orioles lose in person. I remember when I was a buck, man, I thought that stadium, if I'm not mistaken, I don't go to all these stadiums, was one of the most beautiful stadiums that I had seen coming up. Amazing stadium. Amazing stadium. Uh, MD says, what can Avatar Tour 2 be about? I don't know. Yeah. It's the movies. But I think it was a groundbreaking movie, you know, with the with the graphics and the effects and things like that. <laughs> Steven, Steven White, is there pay for mods? Nope. I'm Steven Jones when it comes to mods. Okay? I'll do my due diligence. But if you're hired, it's pennies. No, nah, there's no, there's no, there's no money to it. It's just out of it's just out of support. And I appreciate that. Uh, where can I find that hoodie? I actually made this personally. <laughs> I made this personally, uh, but I, I've been trying to get on Zach and Austin about getting some more um, merchandise up there. It doesn't just have to be A to Z. You could do some. You could do a lot of cool things. But they got a lot going on. They've grown now to 13 different um, cities in regards to A to Z sports. I think they added uh, Green Bay, the Packers. They added Steelers, Pittsburgh. Phillies in the work. Tampa, Kansas City. Chicago's been added. So they're they're busy at you know doing bigger things. Doing bigger things. Yeah, yeah. I mean I didn't make it. I just took our logo. But but nonetheless, I went and got it uh, you know, done. All right, listen, we're getting kind of into the weeds here, man. I appreciate you guys joining me today on Feel Good Friday. I hope y'all have fun. I told y'all today was rolling, you know, the teacher rolling in the TV on a TV stand. We're gonna take a break from the nonsense the Cowboys kind of give us sometimes to just have a little fun with it. Uh, Monday, maybe maybe we'll take a break from the, the mock draft on Monday and do it Tuesday since we kind of did a mock today and yesterday. Maybe we'll take a break and see what unfolds over the weekend. But it's getting here. We got next week will be on Thursday. We'll be two weeks out of the draft and, and we'll be here. We'll be here. It's going to get crazy. It's going to get crazy. I love it, though. I love it. With that said, y'all enjoy the rest of y'all weekend. Thank y'all for being here. Appreciate the calls. Like. Make sure you hit that like. There's 180 y'all still left in here. Press that like button on the way out if you haven't. Subscribe if you're still here and you haven't. Salute to y'all. Every day y'all rock with me, and I appreciate that. It's Friday, baby. Get your damn act together. Y'all have a good weekend. We out of here. Peace.
Get your damn act together.